Afternoons on a Wednesday. It is a big show. I say that every day, but today I actually mean it, guys. Wow, what's so big about today's show compared to yesterday's big show, Ben? I've got a secret I've been holding on to, <gasps> and I'm going to tell everyone today on the show. Oh, my God, we're going to find out what's in the garage. <laughs> Ben's been keeping something hidden from us in his garage at home. The windows are blacked out. It may or may not be the garage. We just hear, we just hear screams. <laughs> And like oh, he, has a, he said he has a rowboat, but he just has these paddles that are just leather, so I don't know how they work in the water. Anyway, <laughs> may or may not be the garage this afternoon. Yes! Uh, Bay Dreams tickets, we got those to give away at 4 o'clock, uh, but next, someone will win $500. Oh, and a trip to Mexico as well. Give us six minutes, could be you, probably not, let's be honest, but it could be. <laughs> and today is also a big day. Today is Jono's social media day, so uh, make sure you go follow our Instagram at Edge Afternoons. He's going to be bringing the hot average fire. <laughs> I can't wait for that. Get ready for the internet to be broken, guys. <laughs> you know when the fire is starting to die and the ashes are at the bottom but it's just glowing? That's what it'll be. You kind of want to pee on it because it's like... Yeah, <laughs> that's going to be my social media coverage this afternoon. Quite a lot of urinating. <laughs> it's going to be a lot of fun, so stick with us. Jono, Ben and Sharon, The Edge. Uh, now, one, one night in Mexico, dinner kits are now available and to celebrate we have a Trip to Mexico up for grabs for you and a mate. Head to theedge.co.nz to oh, enter. Oh, Paul, sorry, Ben, I interrupted you. I came in too hot. That's all right. But please welcome to the studio today's contestant, Hannah. Woo. Welcome, Hannah. Hi. You're in recruiting. You'd like to recruit yourself to Mexico? <laughs> Absolutely. Anything okay. to get out of this winter? Well, 500 bucks cash if you can complete this challenge. All yours, and you'll be in the drawer to go to Mexico. Now, today's challenge, you're going to have 30 seconds Ooh. to... Figure out what is in your sombrero. You're wearing an upside-down sombrero with the top of it cut off, so okay. it's kind of... Okay. It's forming a cone-like shape on the top I of your head. I don't know if that's great fashion you're rocking right now. <laughs> there's there's know, nothing in it off. yet. Okay. I don't know We're who in Mexico in this it? is offending right now, but hopefully not anyone. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I'm, 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 I'm up don't look. Just keep looking okay. forwards. Okay, so 30 seconds to guess. Oh. You can ask us as many oh, questions God. as you God. want. It is a lie. What is it? It is a lie. Nothing's in the idiot. Oh my god, it's a cat. It's a cat. It's a hamster. It's It's a long bias. There's another one going on. Oh, fucking. There's a guy for it. I might be saying way worse. I'd be saying way worse. It's a bird. It's a fluffy. When you said hamster, you were along the right line. It's a mouse. It's a rat. Yes! It's a rat. It's two rats. Hey, if this was an animated movie, you'd be able to cook great meals right now. I hope you got a photo of it. What are you up to? There you go. Two rats in your hat. The new Dr. Seuss book. You are so much braver than me, Hannah, but the good news is... I'm not. $500, and you're in the drawer to go to Mexico. That's brilliant. But you also have to put $500 in the swear jar as well, too. Yeah. <laughs> sorry, sorry. You look traumatised. Okay. You're right. I am. I'm traumatised. I'll never forget it. Have you ever touched a rat before? No. Never. No, never. Would you like to touch hey, one with your hand no. instead of your head? Look at it. Hello. Oh, it's <laughs> oh, a cute rat. Hey, Mr. Ratman, what's your name? Ryan. Ryan, tell us a fun fact about rats. Well, they breathe like crazy. Oh, Every yeah. 20 days, they can produce up to a dozen offspring. Really? Wow. Do the maths. <laughs> it's like Sharon hey. and Timaru. That explains why our boss Leon's got like 100 kids. His last name's Rat. <laughs> oh, there we go. Hey, well, $500 for Hannah. And if you'd like to uh, have your chance to have a rat crawling around on your head just to win a trip to Mexico, theedge.co.nz. John O'Ben and Sharon, The Edge. Single people, you need to be listening right now. And 
Oh, the single ladies. Oh, the single ladies. And the single boys. And the single boys. <laughs> and the single boys. So I've been getting infuriated and very frustrated at the moment because I have got a group... You're normally so calm. Of me. Yeah, I know, right? I've got about six or seven friends who are amazing who desperately want to find somebody to have a relationship with but have absolutely no luck. And even more infuriating is out of all these people, none of them are compatible with each other because that would just be a real easy fix. Be like, oh, you and you and you and you and you and you. And so... Why are you sticking your sticky beak into their business? Because they talk to me about <laughs> let them, it. Let them do their own thing. Because when, you, when you're single, especially when you get to, you know, you're getting a little bit older and all your friends oh. are all paired up and they're getting married or having babies or st- and stuff, it can get really... You know, you can get really kind of sad about it. Yeah, you want to find someone nice yourself, right? Yeah, totally. And I've had friends that will come to me who are just devastated because they think they meet someone and then they hook up with them and they never hear from them again. And so they've tried online dating. They've tried Tinder. They've tried Bumble. They've tried all these different things thinking, oh, yeah, that's where a relationship will be. Have they tried the phone numbers on the toilet walls? (laughs) I find those very effective. (laughs) No, but they're having zero luck. So I thought we'll talk about on the show and see if we can just help a whole lot of single people that might be feeling the same as my mates and where the heck are they? Where are the people that want relationships? Because Tinder has just turned into an absolute boneyard. And so, so you reckon it's like parking, not not a long-term sort of option, you know? It's quite... Exp- yeah, well, because a few years ago people were getting married off Tinder, whereas now people are just going, if they want to hook up, like Tinder, done. And there's like, right. people are struggling to find relationships. So where... Can you actually find the people that want relationships now? I met my wahine at uh, at work. Yeah. She's my boss. Oh. Tell you what, mate. Yeah, somebody boned the boss. Yeah, damn right. <laughs> yeah, yeah buddy. Yeah. No, it's got a, but radio is a very incestuous industry. It's like I bloody... think we've all met our partners through radio. Yeah. yeah well, that's all three a, of us. Well, yeah, well, all three of us met our, uh, our partners at work. Yeah. And I... Every single person I've dated, I've met at work. But we really need to, need to expand the bloodline. We're like Gloria Vale. Are we? Yeah, the radio much. industry. <laughs> everyone's, everyone's bloody d- doing this with everybody. Well, then, you? But it's harder now because everybody's got social media and stuff. If you hook up with someone at work, it's like wildfire. So people aren't hooking up with workmates as often now, especially I notice around our building because it's so tight-knit that you'll just see everybody. Yeah, or, or, apart from Kevin and Deirdre. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they've, been, they've been meeting up in the disables, having a hell of a lunch break. <laughs> don't, go, don't tell Carol about it, though, eh? <laughs> well, I the edge or text to three three four three. Help out our single mates. Help out our single listener pals. Where can you find relationships these days? Because if they're not on Tinder, where the heck are they coming from? Oh eight hundred the edge. Text to three three four three. Renee's on oh eight hundred the edge. Where are the single people? How do you get a, into a relationship, Renee? See, I totally like, I met my partner on Tinder, and Tinder totally, totally, totally works. Oh, so you think so there's ha- people there on Tinder? They're not just there to hook up for one night. A hundred percent. Me and my partner have been together for nearly a year and a half and yeah, we so met on Tinder. I feel like the, the time has changed on Tinder though, like in that year and a half, because a few years ago it was a relationship place, but people are texting in now saying that Tinder is terrifying and that it is all just hookups now. Yeah, see, I used to think that, but some of my friends are in relationships recently from Tinder. Yeah, well, Tinder's I, I, still I heard, the place to go. I heard your partners love Tinder so much. He's still on Tinder. Oh. He's loving it that much. It's so good. God. Okay, James, where do the single people find relationships? Oh, hey, how's it going? Good, babes. How are you? Oh, good, good. Uh, this is more for the single guys. Um, don't go to bars or anything. I reckon the single guys go to Kmart. Okay, oh, that's yeah. a great Kipe idea. Midnight. Love Kmart. Yeah, yeah. and there's, everyone's always going there to get a bargain. Yeah, the, well, the female to male ratio is 10 to 1, so... 
and the lady's already there looking for things I don't need. So. That's, that's a <laughs> that's great point, James. James. Like me. <laughs> I love this. That's a great idea. Do you remember at the supermarket there used to be the thing like if you were single and ready to mingle, you'd have your bananas facing up? Yeah. That's just, I just Yeah, it just seemed like a real admin creepy thing having to look at people's baskets, though. But then also if you just accidentally placed oh, yeah, your bananas yeah, that's up. That's what I was oh, like, yeah. which way is it? Like, I'm not, I'm not looking, but I might put the bananas the wrong I way. I always have Oh, this. I see, Ben. Single and wingle, are we? Oh, yeah. See which way you've got your bananas facing? Monique, where, where should single people be looking to find relationships? Um, car events or car meets. Normally you can find a good guy there. I met my partner there about three years ago. Find a good guy there with a flat peak monster energy hat and a rat's tail. <laughs> looking for love. <laughs> Sounds like your kind of people, Jono. <laughs> Damn right. Minus... I'm going to go there and find me a man. <laughs> and Andy, where can people find relationships and not just people that want to hook up? I think just go to the university toga party. Real? So have you just been to one uh, recently? I went to one probably six months ago at the start of the year. Just wear the most revealing toga you can, mm. and they'll just be all over you. It's also a great place to find out where your missing sheets have gone from your washing line, too. <laughs> Togas, yeah. toga party. I did, lose my, I did lose my sheet there, actually. All right. Wow, there I we go. You Sounds like a successful toga party for old Andy. Here's someone's text in, too, saying uh, meet them at uh, Dungeons and Dragons meetings. Ooh. Tell you, we're not going to find anyone single in Ben's dungeon, though, are you? Oh, this has become no. a thing, and it's not well, true. Well, if you do find them, they're going to be tied up. <laughs> Jono, Ben and Sharon, The Edge. You know what I had to do today, guys? And it was What's really nice. It was one of those moments where it's in the middle of the day and it puts everything in perspective. Mm-hmm. I was asked to go and read books to my kids, oh, no. to their classes at school. Cute. Yeah, Dr. Seuss books. It was lovely. It was it was a lovely experience. And also, I think I was there as an example of if you don't apply yourself in school, this is what you turn out like. Well, we want to actually bring that yeah, up. because. Is that what you wore? This is, this is what, what I wore. What's wrong with it? So he's wearing today. He's got what track pants on? He's got Jordans on, which are great. Yeah. Then he's got Teslon Adidas pants, which There's I know for a fact you've had for a, over a decade. Stripper pants. They can come off in an instant. <laughs> ones Velcro. That, bang. No, and, and they've got the three stripes up the side. Mm. Then he's wearing a camo jacket, and not like a, a fashionable one. One from an actual like military. This shop. is a war. This has got blood stains on it. At least it's not a German one. Sometimes you used to wear a German one, which I told you off about. A black, <laughs> a black beanie, a hoodie, mm. and then. A light beer t-shirt. A beer t-shirt to a school. He wore a beer t-shirt. Here's the thing, because we were filming first thing this morning, right, Mm -hmm. the two of us, for the TV show, and we were wearing nice pants because we were dressed like Adam Adam Levine. So Mm -hmm. we're nice pants, nice top, and he got changed to go to the school back in those clothes Mm. and then got changed again back into the nice stuff when he came back to the shoot. It's like you were in nice stuff you could have worn to your kids' school. Because how old were the kids in the class? (laughs) Hey, five and six, mate. So you wore a booze t-shirt to a class full of five and six. You do. I did it for a hot meal. Yeah. <laughs> Did you even I raid, shower? I raided a clothing bin on the way to the school, okay, guys? And I put on every item of clothing while like blindfolded. It. it actually kind of looks like that. It but, does. you know, um, did they like the book? I love the book. Let's Dr. Seuss, oh, the places you'll go. Have you read other oh, places you'll go? I have, it's nice. i tell you what, oh, the places you go, if you don't apply yourself at school, you end up in stripper track pants <laughs> and a camo jacket reading books to school kids. We're going to take a photo of this outfit and put it on our Instagram, mm. at Edge Afternoons. Uh, give us a follow because we're very desperate for friends. And also, uh, just comment on the photo. Is it an appropriate okay. attire to wear to a school? What reading age were you too, by the way? <laughs> like how, how many of the kids helped you out with the big words? They were, they were actually reading the book to me. <laughs> okay, I only got through half of it. We'll get through the rest of it tomorrow. Uh, while I was drinking a bottle of vodka. Did I mention that? Probably were. Don't even joke about it. I believe that. Jono, Ben and Sharon. The Edge. Bay Dreams 2019.
ticket scalpers. The Edge is stoked to present Bay Dreams for 2019 in Tauranga on Jan 2nd and Nelson on Jan 4th. And, of course, Migos are going to be there in Tauranga. That'll be good. I wonder if Cardi B will come. You're in Cardi B. She's with Offset, isn't she? Yeah. Yes, they've had a baby. Yeah. Yeah. Well, did she bring her sister Hepatitis? Her sister's name is not Hepatitis. Her sister's name is Hennessy. Oh, there you go. <laughs> I don't know where you're getting your, getting your news from. What? I don't know if she'll come. She's not going on the Bruno Mars tour at the moment because of the baby. She's like, Yeah, well, the know, baby's so. only six weeks now. Yeah, Whereas it's pretty Whereas at new. the end of the year, the baby will be like, yeah. few months. Migos red <laughs> Great mess on the fly there, Sharon. <laughs> quite fashionable, eh, Migos? All but shirts unbuttoned, you know, floral shirts and yeah, stuff. Yeah. They look really good. They do I look really good. I can't good. run an unbuttoned shirt. <laughs> I look like a grubby British tourist <laughs> in Thailand visiting questionable nightclubs. <laughs> you do. Well, let's find out if uh, Danny is going to get to see this in the flesh. Now, if Danny gives up us, us a sob story, we listen to it, and then you get to decide, as a listener pal, the first one through an 0800 The Edge gets to either block the call so that Danny wins the tickets, or you can steal the tickets off Danny if you are a shady ass boot. Danny, deliver this Hello. with the passion and emotion it deserves. You need to convince your listener pals, your fellow friends, that you deserve these tickets to Bay Dreams. Well, Jono, Ben, and of course, Sharon, welcome back, by the way. Thank you, Danny. Um, so, I've got something called autism, which is special needs. Mm-hmm. Okay? And basically, so, my mate, Dear to my heart, he's the best mate of all. Yeah. Just like Jono is the Ben or Ben is the Jono. Why can't Jono and, and I be best friends? It's 2018. Why can't Ben and I, I be best friends? I ben never and know. I... It's 2018. Anything can happen. <laughs> um, and so basically he does anything to me. He bought me a pair of, pair of clubs today for golf. Wow. And wow. He, he wants me to get fit because I'm a little bit overweight. So he wants me to get fit. He wants me to run. He wants me... So I just thought... He's going to go to Papamaro for the New Year's. I just thought, why don't give him a pair of Beijing tickets? Oh, oh, so these aren't even for yourself, Danny? No, well, maybe. <laughs> so one's for Danny and one's for his maybe. friend, so they can go together. Well, it's up to him whether he wants to take me, oh. but I just want oh. to give the tickets to him. Oh. So I just beg the Egypt the edge listeners, the good listeners of the world, they give me these tickets because I really do want them. Oh, so Danny's got autism. His friend looks after him, takes him out, helps him out. You sound like a lovely person, Danny, and it's a lovely thing that you're doing. Oh, I just wish we could, but we can't. I know. All the phone lines are ringing, but Danny, someone could pick to block a shady savage of a caller that's going to steal them off you, and then you still win. Or they could decide to steal them off you. Samantha Richardson, welcome to the show. Are you blocking so Danny wins the tickets or are you going to steal them off Danny? Oh, he's given a good story. Oh, it's tough. I think I might have to be a bit of a bitch, though. I'm really sorry. You're taking just tickets off an autistic man? Yeah. Oh, oh this is the most gut-wrenching competition. She just, took t- she, she just took tickets oh, off the works. guy with autism. I mean, Jesus. Um, that is like walking past the SPCA bucket on I'm the street at and just from promos. dipping your hand in the bucket and taking all the money out. I'm staring oh, at Bex from promos do that, right now. Is Bex from promos going to give us an extra ticket? No, she's saying no. Oh, she's Say saying no. no. Danny, what do you want to say to Samantha? Good, good on her. Thanks for calling the edge, but it's up to her. How much are Bay Dreams tickets? I don't know. Does anyone know how much they are? Should we 
It's really not fair, yeah. yeah. But... Oh, I feel like I've broken his heart. Oh, you are. Oh, that's the way this it works. Is, that's the way the competition this is, works. Yeah, it's not is, your fault, um, Samantha. Yeah, yeah. Bad news. It's the format of the game. <laughs> yeah, it's designed yeah. for this exact it moment. Is. You're right, Jono. You're right. Okay. We knew this was going to happen. Okay, Danny, we'll give you a $50 night and day voucher, my friend. <laughs> Yay! Yay! Hey, it's not to make you feel better, Samantha. <laughs> it made me feel no, great. No, Samantha, you <laughs> should not feel better. Yeah, I'll the love look at that out for you, buddy. I cannot believe that you did this. Oh, that's the way it works, Sharon. You know how it works. No, okay. this is sad to Danny. Jono, Ben and Sharon, The Edge. These are the cases that even Judge Judy won't touch. This is the People's Court. It is the People's Court. We're taking issue from a listener pal and putting it to you, the people, for a verdict. Now, today's one is so savagely intense that we couldn't so get them... Savagely intense. <laughs> it is. <laughs> I it, love the description. Yeah. It's straight-up savagery. Uh, we couldn't get the other person on the phone. We couldn't get the defendant on the phone. Wow, okay. Because it is that bitter and twisted of a fight that they oh. are not speaking to each other and they've been friends for five years. This is raw, raw emotion. Savagely intense. You're about to hear this. On the- <laughs> Sounds like a great fragrance. <laughs> a cologne from Calvin Savagely Clyde. Savagely intense. <laughs> Can you not hold on to your crutch when you say that? <laughs> All right, well, what's the issue this afternoon? Let's find out, eh? <laughs> Welcome, Kylie. Hi, guys. What is the savagely intense situation? Oh, piss off. It is savagely intense. You tell us to talk us through it, Kylie. I can't imagine Sharon overselling anything. <laughs> no, it's, it's pretty bad. Um, yeah, see? A friend of mine um, borrowed my jet ski. Um, so and far, cra- not that savage and or intense. <laughs> oh, shut your trap. We'll be in the people's court next. Okay, sorry, um, Kylie. Sorry about that, idiot. So, friend borrowed your jet ski. Yes, um, and he crashed it, um, and I went to get it fixed, um, but I didn't because it was going to cost too much. It's going to cost, like, over $10,000, so it's written off. It's totally written off, um, and I want him to pay for it, but he doesn't think he should pay for it. But he he wrecked it. Yeah, he did. So why why does he think he doesn't have to pay for it? Well, it wasn't insured, so I didn't have it insured. Stupidly, I just, I don't know, I'm regretting it now. But it's not insured. Um, So, yeah. Okay, so he, he so your, he your friend's like, why should I pay for it when you didn't tell me it was insured and I didn't have that blanket of security when I took your jet ski out? Yeah, That's his much. argument. And your argument yeah. is you borrowed it, you should pay for it. I see where you're coming yeah. from. <laughs> yeah. It sounds um, savagely intense. It, does, it, does. it really does. Yeah. And so you guys have been friends for was it five years? Yeah, just over five years. And we're just we're the bestest friends and we still want to be friends, but we're just really polarized on this. Like yep. I yeah, it's oh it's He's, it's horrible. He's got to pay you the money. Like, it's a broke it, you bought it situation. And it doesn't matter yeah. if it was insured or not. If he was that hung up on whether or not it was insured, he should have said, hey, uh, Kylie, is this thing insured? Before he took it out on the water. But to play the other side of it, you would kind of think that something was insured when you took it out. Here goes the tight ass. I tell you what, ben, ben went jet skiing. No water would be going inside <laughs> his bottom. It's that tight. Water tight. <laughs> it's a water okay. tight. And so, Ben, you're on the side no, of the I'm just saying to, No, I'm just saying to play the other side. Here, I'm just saying. Well, I'm trying to, you know, trying to work Shut my up, angles. Ben. You are 100% on the not paying side. <laughs> I just don't want to pay for anything. I like him. Well, <laughs> I think that he should definitely be paying you, Kylie. But let's throw it out.
uh, to the People's Court right now. We need you to be part of our jury. 0800 The Edge will text to 3343. Should Kylie's mate that ruined her jet ski have to pay the over $10,000 it's going to cost her to replace it? Because or should he just pay excess? Like 500 bucks? what he would have you had to pay for insurance? Maxine, jury member number one. What do you think? He should pay it. Why do you think he should pay it? I have never. I sober drive a lot, and I have never once asked my friends if they had insurance because regardless if they had insurance or not, chances are it's insured for themselves, not me. Yeah, and also it's your responsibility to not screw it up. Yeah. Good on you for sober driving. What a wonderful person you are taking a hit for the team. Yeah. Always. Yeah, good. Good You you could take that on board, Jono. Good. Why do you make it like sober driving? Drunk tri- tri- driving. <laughs> no. I, I don't like to do my driving sober. No, I, I feel meant, I meant that, that you are never the sober driver. <laughs> I drive better when I've had a few, okay? <laughs> oh, you know, no, no. Sorry. I'm more alert. Uh, <laughs> no, he's not. Okay. <laughs> Tommy's on 800. I take more risks and get home quicker. <laughs> I don't, actually. I don't. Thank you for clearing up that gag. <laughs> Tommy's on I hundred the edge. What do you think, Tommy? Uh, I would consider the financial situation of the friend if they were a really good friend. And if they were doing all right, then I'd make them pay. But if they were struggling and maybe had some people that they needed to support, like kids, then I'd probably let them off. Jeez, I would, I would wow. consider you the most sensible person listening to this show, Tommy. Well done. Congratulations. That is a very nice friend. Olivia, you're a member of the jury this afternoon. Do you think that Kylie's friend should have to pay the replacement of the jet ski or should he get away with it because she didn't have insurance? 100% she should pay. She should pay? No, her friend should pay. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, like, wow, there we go. I am 100%. 100%. 100%. Undeniable. Oh, hang on, no, no, 0%. <laughs> or she should um, pay at least an excess or like half of the payment. Yeah, excess. Yeah. 500 bucks or something, you at know? Le- at least half, I think, is a good idea. The excess is no. No, they're not, not a bit of excess. They're not a bit of excess. Thing. Ben would pay $500 excess and say we're good. Well, you should have had the insurance. That's what the insurance would have been for the excess. What's the result here? Well, the result is that the friend should pay. Thank you, Sharon. <laughs> Delivered with a lot of conviction. Do you know my cousin? Uh, shut up, uh, your cousin, mate. <laughs> went on a jet ski. No, First shut up, mate. We've had enough talking in this break. You- Okay, he's been okay. shut down. All right. So that, now of- that was savagely intense. <laughs> <laughs> that shut down. All right, we'll come back to Jet Ski Chat soon with oh, Jono. No. <laughs> I don't know if I want to do it now. Right. You're on the edge. No, he can do his story, No, mate. it's done. No, it's done. story. Jono, Ben and Sharon, The Edge. All right, time for 60 seconds to find. This is where the three of us pitch ludicrous situations, and uh, it's a race to see if we can find someone in 60 seconds who's had that happen to them. Okay, I'm going to go first. Somebody... Oh, no, that's your one, isn't it, Ben? No, you don't. You no, don't. Okay. Okay. Right. Someone who has fallen off a cliff, fallen behind a rock, and could only get out because they had to saw their arm off. <laughs> okay. Oh, okay. Sorry. Explain the plot line to, uh, what was that movie, 67 Hours or something? Uh, yeah, 127 Hours. James Franco, yeah. yeah. Okay, if you think that's a thing, but this is something I thought of. <laughs> okay. Wait, would you just take someone who's fallen off a cliff and survived, or you want the um, the arm sawing off? I mean, it I really would prefer... It really does add the drama. I would prefer okay. a limb being... Okay, 60 seconds to find someone who's sawn off a limb. Okay. okay. I'll take that. All right. Someone who's had to cut off their own limbs. Okay, 0800 The Edge. 60 seconds to find someone who's killed two birds with one stone. <laughs> 
Oh, Has anyone actually done that's that? Just, that's just, that, well, we don't want to we'll report you to the SPCA if you actually have done that one. It doesn't have to be one shot either, just using the same stone. <laughs> well, I'm going to go something nicer than that then. Um, someone who's uh, saved someone's life that's not a medical professional. Okay, 0800 The Edge. The race is on. The timer starts now. Someone who's sawn their own arm off after falling off a cliff. Someone who's killed two birds with one stone or someone who's saved a life. Oh, hang that on. That isn't a medical professional. Melanie, welcome to the show. Hey. Uh, Thank you. Which one have you done? Have you sawn off a limb? All three. Have you killed two birds with one stone? Or have you... uh, What was your boring one, Ben? Oh, it's not... Okay. Oh, you took mine, but Oh, no. Sorry, that's right. Have you saved someone's life and you're not a medical professional? Um, I've actually sawn off a limb. Oh, Oh, my God! Here we go! But did you fall down a cliff? Because if so, we don't want to hear from you. I mean, to be fair, it wasn't that extreme. It was only, like, a little bit of my toe, but... I'll we'll take it. On it. Okay, what happened? Your How toe, did you do this? Your toes are very important. So, I was, like, walking. <laughs> Don't laugh. So, I was walking, and I was, like... I got something jammed in it. It was, like, a stone, but it was, like, a bit of glass in it. And I tried pulling it out, and it wouldn't come out. It was slightly jammed into the bone. And so, we went home, and I was just with my, my partner. Oh, my God. And I just got, like... You know, like, nail clippers? Oh, oh, no. Oh, my God. Yes. Yes, Melody. <laughs> and I just clipped a bit of the skin off oh, and t- clipped a, a bit of my toe off. <laughs> It's a it's a great tale, oh, but I don't know if James, James Franco's going to play you in a movie. <laughs> she cut her toe off with nail scissors. Oh, she clipped a bit of her toe off, really. Did. She, she clipped a bit of her toe Okay, Ben, if it's not that hardcore, clip a bit of your toe off right now. It's like when you go cut your nails and go a little bit too far. Okay, yeah. we'll do oh, it it's then. inconvenient. Okay, do so it she... I mean, it's late, but it wasn't even too sore, to be fair. Like, you'd think you'd reckon it would be sore as. I mean, I don't want to say you oversold <laughs> the story that you cut off your it own limb. It was good. I liked it. I mean, it. The, the wind goes to well you, Sharon. Well done. Out of interest, Isabel. Was on hold. What was her story? We just what? Did you kill two birds with one stone? Cut off a limb or save a life, Isabel? I killed two birds with one stone. No! Oh my god, I need to hear this though. Okay, well, don't. don't oh, yeah, okay. What happened, Isabel? I was at my cousin's farm and <laughs> we were going to shoot pukekos, which are actually native and we shouldn't do. But uh, yep. Oh god. <laughs> okay, Isabel, did you kill two pukekos with a stone? I killed a poo. Okay, thank you, Isabel. Okay. All right. Jono, Ben, and Sharon. The Edge. Now, guys, I've I've got to admit something. I kind of feel bad about this. What's that, Ben? Well, um, so we've got a trampoline at home for the kids. Sometimes me. (laughs) No, not one of those things. It's like a a trampoline that's outside. Is trampoline code for something that swings? Like a no, no, something that you can jump on outside in the backyard. (laughs) That's it's nothing to do. Have you got one with a net around it? Yeah, yeah. Where's the danger nowadays? There's no danger you, anymore, right? You land your groin in the middle of one of those springs <laughs> and really question if you can have net. children later in life. <laughs> yeah, well, what happened to those moments? Render yourself <laughs> unconscious on the bars? None of that. So, but That we, was the fun of trampolining. I we, ripped a gum open on a trampoline like that. Face first into the springs. Oh, Dave, oh, mate, 1990s trampolines. I'm surprised we're all living. <laughs> I don't even think you're allowed to double bounce anymore. I got double bounce. That's how I smash my face open. Yeah, I mean, double bouncing made you the lady you are today with a slightly bung face. Sexy. Oh, what? Another no, from the face. You injured your face in yeah. the thing. How many times did you go into the springs? <laughs> <laughs> he lived his life with his head in the springs. So, yeah, there's a tramp anyway. My testicles are bent around thanks to a trampoline. They actually have a friend of mine. Well, no way. Not the, the, not the... Landed on the springs of a thing. And I had to go to the doctor because both his testes went into one side. No. Thanks to the yeah yeah well there you go. So this is why we have spring-free tramps. Things work like that, Mm. but it apparently went. 
onto the other side. So I well, I meant to put this tramp up, the safe tramp, the extra tramp, um, back up together. I was meant to put it up for like months, you know, like Losing months. No, yeah, like just meant to put it together. And I'm not a handy person. I just can't do it. No, and the thing is, when you watch videos of that stuff, they make it look so easy. Mm. Yeah, you know, we like, oh, I'll Google this, I'll YouTube it, and the instruction, instruction video looks so simple. So in the end, though, I found someone online, and you can pay them. They come around. It's like they come oh. around and they put your tramp up. So they did this when I was home. They came around, and put mm. it up. But I've just taken the credit for it. Oh, <laughs> she, oh she doesn't know. I've been like, yeah, I've been like, man, it's like, oh, great, thank goodness you put the tramp up. And I'm like, yep, finally got it up. Didn't, you know, specify it was, you know. How it got up. <laughs> just like, yep, finally up, all sorted. Had she seen you fighting with it previously? Well, I got out there to look at it, and you try and work out which part goes with what, you're like, I don't know. It's like putting together kit set furniture. No one knows how that hey, works. It's especially kids' things. I remember I got uh, Jono's son a scooter for his birthday one year, and it took Jono and... Um, his son's 21 now. <laughs> He's and, um, got the scooter. My husband Bryce, probably a good 45 minutes to put together this like, basic scooter. It's hard work. It's and Bro, I tell you, Bryce was getting frustrated oh, too, God. wasn't he? He was getting really angry. I put together our whole nursery, which was kit set by myself, pregnant, because Bryce couldn't deal with it. Do they it. always leave an extra couple of screws in, the, in your packs as well? You're like, oh, these must be spares? Yeah, no, your kids are stuffed on this travel. <laughs> That's what mate. I always think. Oh, these must be spare parts <laughs> they've just left in. Yeah. But so, it's funny you can have those sneaky things that you do that your, your partner just doesn't know about. Okay, 0800 The Edge. The biggest thing you've kept hidden from your partner. Sarah's on 0800 The Edge. Oh, now, no, we've got to go to Sarah last, apparently. Oh. Dan said go to Sarah oh, okay. last. She's going to be a big banger, a big okay, out. Well, build up, Peter. What do you think? What is the thing that you are hiding from your partner? Uh, it's got to be cars, man. Cars? How, how, do you, how many cars have you got hidden? Uh, three. Three motor three, vehicles? Yeah. Wow. Like, what sort of cars? Uh, let's let's just say they start with M and N and G. Mustang. Mustangs. That's it. Epic yes. Mustang. Wow. I pulled one. Glad you I got this one, year. I had it in the garage. And then I found another one that was better in the South Island, so I flew down there and bought that. Shiver me. Where are you keeping these? Where are you keeping all these? Hey, Vin Diesel, where are you keeping all your cars hidden, mate? In another garage. What's the point, though? Like, what's the point of having some secret cars? Do you get to drive them? Do you just go around and sit in them or something? Or are you like that weird... Are you one of those, like those weird old men on that uh, power ad that go out at night and drive their fancy car around the street? You can say what you like, but don't call me old. Okay. That's why he's had a midlife crisis and bought some cars, Sharon. <laughs> <laughs> Hannah, what are you hiding from your partner? Well, um, I'm in my last trimester of my pregnancy, but in the first trimester, my routine was every morning, get up, porridge, coffee, vomit, work, sleep, and repeat. Mm. And then um, my husband brought me these like amazing multivitamins, not the free ones from the doctors, but like the really expensive ones because he was just so excited and blah, blah, blah. And then I just stopped taking them because they made me feel worse. So I didn't take any prenatal multivitamins. Don't judge me, mothers. And then... Hey, if they judge you, they can... FO. Carry on. I know. And then he came out one morning when I was just about to start my morning routine with porridge. And then he's like, Hannah, there are 93 multivitamins in this box. We should be through the second box. So I was totally caught. You animal. How dare you not take your multivitamins? (laughs) How dare you not take something that makes you feel sick? I know. Trust is gone. might have two heads. Oh, well, I'm sure they'll be attractive heads, Hannah. Thank you so much. And... Sarah, welcome. Oh, Sarah, here it is. 
<laughs> Sarah, this Sarah. is the big banger. This is the end. This is the big dog. Hi, how are you? We haven't built you up, Sarah. You better Let's deliver, girl. Let's get a drum roll for Sarah's story. <laughs> hey, have you heard the street talk? They're saying the greatest radio call ever. <laughs> this is it, guys. This uh, is our moment. Sarah. We're not going to do the drum roll. I thought that would have been a cool thing to do. Oh, sorry. Okay. Sarah, what have you kept hidden from your partner? Um, a couple of years back, I was tidying up and I came across the engagement ring he had got for me. Um, and I didn't like it, so I returned it, and he hasn't noticed till this day. Wow-wee, so that's he, amazing. Well, the ring's just gone. No, she went and got one that she actually liked. Oh. Yeah. Oh, and then swapped it out to that's his hiding place. Way. That is a really yes, good Sarah. place, Sarah. Good on wow. you. Hopefully he doesn't listen to the edge. That's quite amazing. And, uh, Ben, you kept, what did you keep it in? Oh, they, they put up the tramp. Put up the trampoline. You paid someone to put up yeah, the trampoline. Yeah, yeah. When your That's, wife thought you did it. Yes. Why would you lie to your sweet life like that? No, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't. No, I didn't. I just said I took. Well, no, I just took some credit for something. Maybe I didn't mm. do, but I didn't say I didn't do it. I just said I got it done. I got the job done, guys. Are you getting suspicious as to why I would bring this up again, even though you've already discussed it? Oh, uh, someone on the phone right now. It's one of those classic radio stitch ups. <coughs> Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. I know that. <clears throat> anyway. Amanda, how, how do you feel about this? Hello. Oh, hey, great to talk you to you. You are in so much trouble. <laughs> no, because I've got the tramp up. We may be $150 down. This is the, guy, this is the <laughs> guy that wouldn't let you spend 14 more dollars on a cocktail. He spent $150. Oh, this is the guy who gives this you one piece of like chewing gum. Exactly. This is the guy you love. <laughs> For better or worse. <laughs> this is a whole lot worse. Now, Amanda, I think there is only one way that you can give Ben his karma on this situation, and this is how you can do it. What is in the dungeon? <laughs> All right, well, hang on. Hang up in a car. What's the button we push here, Carl? Uh, hang on, hang on. Like, share it. Oh, what? <laughs> we thought you invite us over. Yeah, okay. Yeah. No one's allowed around to my house, guys. Same as the dungeon. There's a button you push in there when you're panicking. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, out of this one. See ya. Jono, Ben and Sharon. The Edge.